Hello, hello, and welcome back to I'm Sorry You Went, the podcast. I'm Ashley Sleek, and I have to say one of the best things ever happened to me last night, and since it's 2020, you know, the bar is pretty low on good things, so don't judge me when I say that I had been looking for White Claws, and as in looking, I went to BevMo just BevMo and I couldn't find a pack except for the 70 calorie ones and I was like no that's not what I'm in here for I want to like get the pack I know I like whatever they didn't even have tall cans so basically all of my Saturday I was just really sad because I wanted a white claw and I tried to find them on other uh sites on DoorDash because BevMo didn't have them and Smart Final is on DoorDash now at least here in Livermore and they had them for $20 and I'm like okay with a $7 delivery fee no thank you and anyways late last night or you know whenever you're listening to this on Saturday night, I was cleaning out my room and cleaning under my bed. And somehow a miracle happened. And I found a tall can of black cherry white claw under my bed. I don't know if that screams alcoholism or what or, you know, how it really got there. I think I remember a time where Jimmy bought like a bunch of tall cans and I probably just had them in a bag and the bag fell on the floor. But I like to think that the White Claw gods as basic and blonde as they are decided that I needed to be blessed with that White Claw. They could say, hey girl, I see you're struggling. You need a claw more than anyone. So I'm going to bestow this upon you. So, so far that might be, you know, one of the best things that happened to me in 2020. Hi, how's everyone's week going? I hope you're having a fabulous day uh, wherever you're listening, whether it's in the car or you are working from home blasting me or maybe you had to go back into the office and you're listening there and whatever. I'm just happy that you turned on this podcast and we have a lot to talk about today. Uh, I posted on Instagram the other day and I shared a picture of Jimmy and I because I just miss him and I had talked about you know I wish that we could go to breweries and drink with our friends I miss him and my friend Natalie commented she's like so did Jimmy get COVID or what's wrong and I you know had to admit no I'm just really desperate and I miss him because he went on a road trip and I didn't go so uh, I'm sad because if I don't get to see Jimmy you know anytime I get sad I get sad when he goes to the bathroom for too long. I'm just needy and I have issues and I know that. So, you know, I was just missing him and um, I felt really, uh, really pathetic when I got the question of, so why did you feel the need to post another picture about Jimmy? Well, the answer is I'm a crazy needy girlfriend and I miss my boyfriend. It's also this weird thing where if any of us does something right now, you know, that the other one might not be comfortable with, then you have to wait the whole two week period to see them. So, for example, Jimmy's on this road trip. Uh, he went to Montana with his dad, Utah, all these places. And, uh, you know, he had said to me, like, people don't wear masks in all these other states, which, by the way, people don't wear masks in California, too. I haven't personally seen it, uh, probably because I don't go out, but I can't go and judge other states being from California because we're at the top of the list. Congratulations, assholes. So anyways, uh, you know, he's like, there's people around, they're not wearing masks. So I am, you know, just thinking about when's the next time I'm going to see him because he's been wearing his mask. He says he's not around those people. But you know, the risk is just so high. And it's just this 
crazy thing to have to weigh out, you know, the options and be so honest about everyone you saw and who you did and didn't have a mask on with. So now I don't think he has it or it doesn't seem like he got infected, but it's still a thought to have and it's scary or, you know, um, you know, it's just weird. I, I hate this part. I hate, well, I hate all of it, but I just, it's so hard. The COVID shaming, you're like watching everyone. What are you doing? Or like, you know, you have to ask, could you see what are they doing? It's just, it's a lot. It's a really, really a lot. And you just kind of hope the best that your friends are all being clean. And yeah. And I have to say, by the way, COVID tests are taking so much longer. So this is my second time getting a COVID test. I got my first one, I think a few months ago. I want to say that might have been April. Oh, no, wait, maybe after May. I can't remember. But I got it a while ago and I sat in this long ass line at the Alameda County Fairgrounds and it was so painful. People say their tests don't hurt. And mine was super painful. It was like stinging up my nose. It hurt so freaking bad. I'm guessing I must have a cut up there or whatever. And then I actually got my results for that back in maybe, maybe a day and a half. Like I feel like the very next day I got the results of the test. Now this one I got last Tuesday and I still have not gotten results. So while I'm recording this, it's Sunday. So, you know, it's been Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's been six days. They said about six to 10 days. And I'm like, okay, sure, whatever. Because of course, of my past experience, but there's really a backup of testing. And that also freaks me out because, you know, in the in that time, you know, you're not really supposed to see anyone or do anything. So what about the other people that you know, that's a long time to wait. I'm just saying, you know, what if they wanted to get a quick test because they were going into the office or going to see family or something and they just wanted to know real quick before they got it. And, you know, now you have to wait all this time. It's probably going to start discouraging people from wanting to get tests that actually need them. Now, I got my test because here's the deal about doctors right now. And I'm not throwing shade at any doctors. They save lives. I respect them all. But I have been struggling to be able to get, you know, I'm I'm a th- a triple threat of chronic illness and I've been trying to get a a GI and a rheumatologist and you know these doctors to talk to me, but the problem is is that some of my Crohn's symptoms are similar and my fibromyalgia and lupus simple symptoms are very similar to COVID, body aches, um, sorry, TMI, diarrhea, headaches, all these things. So the last time I had to get a COVID test, it was because I called to get a GI and I had happened to go up to Sacramento. And so, you know, they wanted me to take a test. Now, this time I knew I was going to call a doctor and I had gone, um, you know, dress shopping with uh, my girl Haley for her wedding. And we were super safe. We wore masks the whole time. So I didn't feel unsafe about it, but I just knew. I knew I wouldn't be able to lie or shouldn't lie to the doctor about my whereabouts. And then I was like, they're just going to say to me, take a COVID test. So now that's that other layer of it where, you know, it's hard to not think that everything is COVID for us regular people and for doctor professional people. So I just went and got a test so that way I could call a GI and get some attention knowing I wasn't really going to do anything for the next few weeks that would have warranted 
you know, me telling him where I was because I'm not really doing anything too crazy. Uh, yeah. So I'm just saying it's taking a really long time, but I still think you should get tested if you're having any symptoms. It's better just to know. I mean, I'm an anxiety 10 always. So I just feel like if there is something that's going to tell me I do or don't have it, rather know now. And then also being a sick kid, easier to know. The quicker I can know, the sooner I can get better. So all of that to say is wow. COVID is still out and scary. And I think it's really funny because one of the ways I believe that people are coping is that they are starting Halloween now. People are not playing games. It is freaking August and they are pretending like it's Halloween, which is super fair because we basically didn't get a summer and fall's a holiday you kind of spend indoors anyways. So might as well live it up. And I as you know, or maybe not know, maybe you're new to the pod, I bleed for fall. I love fall so much. I was in a call, a happy hour call with all my coworkers. And, you know, we were just chatting and I'm like, wait, you guys, do you think that we're not going to be able to go to pumpkin patches? Doesn't that sound like the worst thing that could have happened? Where there are people on the call, of course, with children who are missing school. I myself have a sister who had to postpone her wedding. Uh, So, you know, obviously it's not the worst thing that's happening right now. People are also dying, but I'm a little bit concerned. I'm not going to get to go to a pumpkin patch selfishly. So uh, if you're wondering where I stand on the whole it being Halloween fall time in August, I let people do what they want. Okay, you do you. I personally don't like to start fall until September. After Labor Day weekend, I am all about it being fall. I super support that. And I run fall until like after Thanksgiving. So Christmas has more of a short run in my life for me than fall does because I find it a superior time. And so I, I really support you if you want to say it's October right now. I just am not going to do that. I'm not going to. I did buy my pumpkin soaps and my candles ahead of time because I just didn't want to lose out on them. And I needed something to get excited about. So I have them. And you best believe after like September 7th, those will be all up in my house and all around my desk. And you will literally only smell pumpkin. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But I can't wait wait for fall. I mean, I know we're probably not going to be able to do anything, but I just really like the whole cozy weather situation. We're going to be stuck in bed. I'm going to watch Hocus Pocus like a million times and drink pumpkin spice stuff. I also saw this thing someone posted and I was absolutely dying. It said that, you know, this year has been hard enough. Can you please just let the pumpkin spice people be? We get it. You think it's disgusting, but please leave us alone. And I want to like shout that as loud as I can. Leave us alone this year, please. Let us live for something. This is something we enjoy. Us pumpkin spice people love pumpkin spice shit. So just don't talk shit about us this year. We have been through enough. Okay. Okay. Now, let's talk a little celebrity shit, because I don't know how to stop laughing at this, but Donald Trump asked if he could be added to Mount Rushmore. Now, what does Donald Trump think he did to get on to Mount Rushmore? As you know, I'm not a history buff or person. The most I know is from what I learned on Hamilton, and not all of that is correct anyway. So... I'm just curious, you know, what exactly he thinks he's done 
to warrant getting up there. He has like a, you know, half built wall that's a piece of shit just like him and never should have been a thing. His big agenda right now is to ban TikTok. Like, really, we are in the middle of a global pandemic and people are dying by the thousands every single day. But you're right. Remind me why you should take time all the, off of your golf game, the time you're going to take take off from golfing. You're going to dedicate that time to banning TikTok. Oh, boo. Oh, boo. I'm sorry. What you're fucking telling me? Is anyone else just like randomly surprised that this guy's our president? I seriously sit there and I read articles about him and I'm just like, how the fuck did this happen to us? And then there's this idea that it could happen again. I just don't know how we're supposed to take that. This guy has much bigger fish to fry. So many more fish to fry. How about the fact that, I don't know, your police are still killing black people. How about that? How about the fact that racism is still very alive and real? Why don't you fix the actual problems in America than fixing the TikTok? The TikTok, the app where people dance make weird dance moves. And then, you know, I've seen on my TikTok right now is people that have pictures that gave their own eyes and mouth to it and are saying like weird things. I don't know. I get it. If there is information being stolen from us, yes, that that is a priority and it's a big deal. But I just think there are bigger fish to fry. Okay, maybe I'm alone on this. I don't know. Uh, Kanye West and Kim Kardashian returned to the U.S. after they went on a trip to the Dominican Republic to work on their issues. Now, how amazing would it be if you were fighting with your husband and you guys were like, it's okay, we're so rich, we're just going to go to the Dominican Republic and work our shit out. Now, I do feel bad for them and where they had to go somewhere where maybe the paparazzi couldn't get to them or, you know, film their whole thing. But like, wouldn't it be nice to get in a fight like that and be all, okay, well, we're going to work out our problems with a amazing vacation. Now, that being said, one time, one time, Jimmy and I got in a really big fight. Okay, that happens all the time. But <laughs> this particular time, we did get to take a little, like, let's re regroup vacation. We went to San Jose, California and stayed in the AC Marriott. There wasn't even a Sharks game. We just stayed there so he could ride scooters around and I could drink. So, you know, we too took a trip. I mean, was it as extravagant as the Kardashians? I guess not, but I have done it. But wouldn't it be nice if you're like, okay, babe, look, you're being a total ass face. Something's up. Let's go to Hawaii. You know what I mean? <laughs> they probably would have gone somewhere better if other countries would let us in. You know what I mean? But we're like fucking banned from the world. So I'm, I'm sure not saying that the Dominican Republic's bad. I was just like, they probably could have gone to Paris. I mean, like, okay, let's reignite our love. Honestly, I, I don't. Wanted to seem like I'm making any jokes on mental health and Kanye. I feel so bad for him for what he's going through. I feel so bad for Kim. Like I said, I've said that a million times. I don't 
need to prove anything to you guys. You already know what's up. But I just think it's so funny that they like took this vacation. And I don't know. We'll see if it works. I have to say my little uh, breakup trip with Jimmy was was great. We ended up, you know, just spending time together because sometimes it really is that you're not spending enough time together. I mean, it's hard to believe in this pandemic, which a lot of people are spending too much time with their spouse or partner, but I live apart from Jimmy, so it's actually been really hard. And this fight happened a while ago, but we've been long distance for a very long time. So sometimes, you know, our anger manifests in some interesting ways. It's a manifestation of insecurities that we didn't realize we had. That's every fight I get, I realize that it can really be boiled down to this insecurity, you know, like when Jimmy was always late all the time, it was this idea that for me, whatever I was doing in my schedule wasn't important enough for him, which, by the way, I'm not saying that I wasn't justified in being pissed about that because that's super freaking annoying. If there is a time that you were supposed to be somewhere, be there. Am I late often? Yes. And is it usually to church? Yes. When I go, I am usually late. But I'm just saying that if your girlfriend, boyfriend, significant other partner, whoever tells you that it's important to them to be on time, you figure out a fucking way to be on time. Okay. Okay. And if you're going to be late, you call. So annoying. Not to rehash this fight because he hasn't been linked to anything for a while, but I'm just saying it's super freaking annoying. And I, but I found that it was just this idea to me. It wasn't that he was late in itself. It was that I felt he had no respect for my time. I also dated a guy, not to bring my old shit into this shit, but like I dated a guy who literally almost slept through my cousin's wedding. So I'm not in the mood to go through that bullshit again. So Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> also, in the very sad news, um, E! News was canceled, you guys. This is the end of a very big era. And I, like most of my radio counterparts, had a very big dream of being on E! News. A lot of my millennial counterparts I saw kind of posting about wanting, uh, having this dream of being on E. I mean, I know that it's been Eloy's dream for a long time as it's been mine. And we thought we were going to be the new Ryan Seacrest and Juliana Rancic. And we absolutely should have. We would have never made that horrible joke about Zendaya, first of all. And it's just so weird that it's gone. I mean, I really think it's going to come back. I mean, celebrities are starting to do things that are worthy of being talked about, but with no red carpets, it's, it's hard. I'm excited that I believe it's daily pop still on. I'm a big fan of that one. Um, Justin Sylvester, I I believe is his last name. Um, he's hilarious. I am a big fan of Morgan and Aaron. And, um, you know, I just think that they have a really good group there. So I'm glad that that's still on. But oh my God, it's so weird to think that E! News isn't going to be on. And maybe this doesn't affect everyone, but it's just such a staple show. You know how like sometimes maybe if you're a teacher and you always dream of being a dean or something and then they just kind of take away deans or a professor. You know what I mean? It's just weird. Not that, you know, I mean, you're never too old for your dreams. So I'm never going to say never would have happened for me. But it's just weird to think that it's kind of gone. I, I really, truly hope in my soul that it, it comes back, but it's still, still very weird. But on a positive note, you guys, there is a chance that one of my dream collaborations could happen. And that's because I am a sucker for girl besties. I am all about women supporting women. And these two bitches have stood by each other's side and had each other's back so many times 
I want a song. And I'm talking about Selena Gomez and Taylor Swift. Iconic, bestie, red carpet duo. Oh, my gosh. So Selena Gomez was doing an interview and she said, I've always dreamed of doing a song with Taylor. We both wanted to do that. It just feels like we're family. I've known her for 13 or 14 years now. She's been my best friend and we've talked about it for sure. Okay, Taylor. You blessed us with the quarantine album, and we are so lucky for that, okay? Can can we also get this? I'm not trying to be rude. I'm not trying to ask too much of you because you really, you really already did it for us and respect, but like, is it far off? Is it too much to ask for this too? Oh my God, I would love it. I would love it. Like, would they sing about their shitty exes together? Would they sing about their friendship? One time I wrote a song back in the day. It was called Best friends forever (laughs) they never let you down they keep you on your feet I don't know if I really wrote this but in my mind I did when I was really young and I had a friend that was mad at me so I thought performing this song would be helpful it wasn't and by the way I have never done this for anyone else again so you're welcome friends that you've not been sung at when I think you're mad at me that's called anxiety. Anyways, so I'm just really hoping if they want to borrow that song, I mean, I'm happy to co-write if they're interested, but would this not be the best? Also, it feels weird to talk about music and not talk about the new Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion song, but honestly, I haven't sat down and listened to it, so I feel like I can't speak to it yet, but based off the people that I love, that I know love music to the core, as in based off Eloy's opinion, it's a good song and I can't wait to hear it. And I think that there, there's a petition going around to remove Kylie Jenner from the music video and everyone just needs to back off her fucking junk. OK, don't be pissed because she's a millionaire and is making her money and has a cute kid. Like, let Kylie do her thing. I'm so sick of people hating her. She's just leave me alone. Unless you have a good reason, then tell me maybe there's something I missed. Maybe she said something or whatever. But like, fill me in on why why you hate her. Maybe I'll change my tune, but just leave her alone leave her alone. Everyone, I have to talk to you about something that really annoyed me. And I'm not saying that it's the person who said it fault, because I'm sure that person will listen listen to this podcast. But it's an overwhelming annoyance that I feel is important to talk about. Okay. I just don't ask people what their weight number is ever, ever, unless you're a doctor You don't need to know that answer to that question. And I've known that if somebody wants you is open and willing to share what weight number they are, they're going to tell you. Okay, so I'm sorry. I'm I'm telling the story. So I shared, you know, that since I moved home, which was of March of 2019, by the way. So let's not act like this is a miracle. I've lost 30 pounds. And it it has taken that long because your girl likes to get really committed and then really uncommitted for whatever psychotic fucked up thing that goes in my head that decides that I no longer need to like focus, you know, and I need to eat everything. Okay, my brain's a little messed up, but like that's why I'm trying to get in therapy. My therapist dumped me. Check that episode. Anyways, what I'm saying is, is that when I said that, I was then followed with, oh, so how much do you weigh now? If I wanted you to know how much I weighed now, I think I would have led with, oh, this is how much I weigh. 
exciting. But obviously, I don't really want to share the number. So I'm not going to and nobody has to. So don't even ask. That's like when people ask these questions. There's like a list of questions I absolutely hate. Like, oh, when are you getting pregnant? Are you going to have a second kid? Oh, you don't want kids? Like, stop asking about it. Someone will tell you, by the way, people love to talk about their kids and their future. So like, they'll tell you, they'll tell you, hey, we're going to try to have a kid. I'm so excited. Or, you know, like, I think I've done it. I'm sorry what on this before. So I don't want to dive too much into it. But like, there's just these questions that you just don't fucking ask. It doesn't matter how close you are. I mean, I do make break the money rule one all the time. And you know, that's my bad. But sometimes like, curiosity comes over me and I word vomit. But I still don't think that's as bad as asking someone's weight number. Okay. And you know what, I'll work on it. I just don't want anyone to come at me in the comments and be like, well, you've asked this question. And that was rude. Yes, I'm sorry. But don't ask the weight number. I'm sorry. Why? Why? Why do you need to know that? If I tell you that I feel healthy and I feel good, then that's all you need to know. Because to me, I only weigh myself. And I've said this a few times. I weigh myself so I can track it on the Weight Watchers apps so I can get prizes, okay? And I've done enough tracking now that I did get some prizes. I bought some more snacks. I bought a microwave popcorn maker. I bought this pack of microwave popcorn and seasonings. And by the way, I think popcorn does not sit well with my Crohn's, but I'm going to keep trying it because I'm thinking that maybe if I make my own and not the bag, it'll be better. But who knows? That could just be me loving popcorn and convincing myself it's going to be okay. But all of this is to say that I gauge my weight on my happiness, like how I'm feeling, how it makes me feel, like how I look in the mirror and, and, know that I I have progress and how strong my body feels, especially for someone like me who has a really bad relationship with their body, not only because I've always seen myself as overweight, but because I'm sick and my body hurts all the time. So I get mad at it a lot because I'm sorry, I'm an angry bitch, whatever. And so, you know, when I work out all the time, sometimes my body hurts from that. And sometimes it feels a lot better. And and that's a happy balance I strike. And so I enjoy it. And that's the way I live my life. I'm not going to be tied down by some number. Like I'm, I'm excited when I lose pounds and I'm sad when I gain them. But I let myself have that moment and then I just, you know, get better. But I would much rather feel good looking in the mirror than have some number that God knows who set for me to decide that that's what it is to be beautiful. On the flip side, by the way, this is not the doctor side. I know like doctors need this and like whatever. So this is not the medical side talking. This is just like the personal side talking. People that I would never imagine never imagine call themselves fat have called themselves fat to me. And I'm like, what the fuck? Huh? So everyone has this like fucked up concept of their own body. So I'm working so hard to change that. I know I kind of talked about this in my last podcast, so I swear it's not always going to be about weight all the time. But just being asked that that question was such a trigger. And like I said, I'm not trying to throw shade at the person who asked. I just am like, Ugh, we all need to stop being so obsessed with with what's going to tear them down. Okay. I lost 30 pounds. It's very exciting. It took me a very long time to get there. But you have no right to know what my final number is. Okay, I'm sorry what. 
back off. Okay? Okay? <laughs> uh, I hope that rant really, like, helps someone or something. I know it helped me. I was going to journal about this, and I was like, no, save your rage. Um, <laughs> like, such a weirdo, but whatever. Oh, also... I wanted to let you guys know that uh, one of my girlfriends, Krishanda, she recommended Lucifer to me and she's totally uh, safe slash ruined my life in the way that I am so freaking obsessed with the show and I cannot stop watching it. And that's why I was like procrastinating on doing my podcast. I can't be like one more episode, one more episode. I'm like, okay, well, I started this weekend at season one and now I'm on season three. So I think it's time for your girl to actually to sit down and take a break and do a podcast and make herself feel a little bit better. Okay. So um, if you're looking for a show to watch, I just highly recommend Lucifer. Okay. So that's that. Also, Jimmy and I are looking to take a little staycation somewhere. And, you know, obviously being safe, like somewhere where we can get a house that we can stay in, but we can drive to. We're in the East Bay of California. So if you have any recommendations, please DM me at Ashley Sleek. And while you're there, you might as well hit the follow. You know what I mean? I'm on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. I would say that Facebook or <laughs> Instagram is my numero uno. And as long as Donald Trump doesn't get rid of TikTok. I have one of those too at Ashley Sleeks. Ashley Sleeks. So sleeky. Ashley Sleek. Okay. I love you all so much. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget the uh, cops who killed Breonna Taylor. Yeah. That shit's not over yet, people. So don't forget, share your post, donate where you can, spread the information, say her name. We are not going to back off on this. Okay. All right. Okay, bye.